um, meat farm. What do they call them? <laughs> a What's ranch. A, no, 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 no. What's a meat farm called? Where they keep all the cows. There's a word for it. Yeah, a ranch. Welcome back to the Backyard Bonfire. It's us, Frank and Andrew. <laughs> What's up, Andrew? You know, Frank? Yes, sir? I've, I'm noticing right now I always start with, you know, Frank. But, you know, Probably. Frank. Probably. Yeah. Uh, and the mundane every of everyday life activities, I've had quite the exciting events of mundane things to happen to me. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, so, they, so these are all mundane things, yet exciting things? Yeah, well, there's like two or three. Okay. Number one. Yes, sir. Made me really, really mad for like two seconds, and then I got over it. Okay. All right. But it's exciting. But I found it surprising. Okay. And, and so, you know, keep in mind, very mundane. Yes. So in the context of that, it's exciting. Okay. <laughs> but really, it's... um, I went to the store, I bought some yogurts. Okay. Right. What kind of yogurt? Like in the cups? Yeah, just the the cups. They were like on sale, like fifty cents each. Just grab a bunch, throw them in my basket, and then I'm on my way, right? Okay. So, so real quick, let me ask you: When you're grabbing yogurts, how do you grab yogurts off the shelf? What do you mean? You, you see, this is the thing. Okay, you hold could, on. So, like, what kind of pack of yogurts was it? Was it the ones where they're the like? Dog- the normal one that's like that tall. Are they just, boxed? No, it's just individual. Okay, so not a box. Oh, an individual little cup of yogurt. Yeah. I assume if you're a normal human being, you see the flavor you want, you grab it and you put it in your basket just like that, right? And then you're sure. looking for the next one to grab. Yeah. Right? Okay. Mm-hmm. That's what I did. Right? Okay. Then I check out, self-checkout, the way any sane person self-checks out. You go <laughs> okay. as fast as you can because the machine does not want to cooperate. And the scale is super sensitive. And if you don't put one thing down before you scan the next thing, it oh, I hate that. freaks out. And they call the people. Oh, my gosh. It was, it was terrible, right? Okay. Right? So I bought my yogurt, bought my chicken at half price. That was super exciting. But that's a story for another day. <laughs> Come home. I'm unpacking the yogurt. At this point, you know, it's been sitting in my car, so they shake around a little bit, right? Like Mm -hmm. in the bag. I take the yogurt out, and the bottom of the yogurt is covered in yogurt. My first thought is, crap, one of the yogurts exploded while I was driving, right? Mm -hmm. I look at all the tops of the yogurts. None of the yogurts have exploded. So I'm like, how did I get this dirty yogurt in my basket okay and i realized who the heck looks at the bottom of the yogurt before like picking it up off the shelf right right yeah like that's not something people do so how am i supposed to know to check under every yogurt to see that <laughs> so that none of yours had broken open none of mine one of them had broken open yeah. at the store and yours had residual yogurt on them that's what I thought, Frank. Uh-oh, okay. Upon closer inspection, I give the yogurt a little squeeze. It exploded on the bottom. It, like, was cracked open. <laughs> so that yogurt had exploded yogurt out the bottom. Okay. It, like, pooped out yogurt. Yeah. 
That makes sense to me. I have, I have no idea I'm supposed to check the bottom of yogurts. Well, well, I mean, it probably exploded at some point during transport. Cause he, but here's the thing, Frank. It was cracked on the bottom. So it didn't look like it, you know, like burst. It looked like, I don't know. Like What else look- had you bought? I bought my chicken at half price. What else was in the bag? In that bag, there was that. And there was like milk. And that was like it in that bag. Did you put it in the trunk? No, I put or it in the back seat. Back seat? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, some you never know. Sometimes things just break, man. I wouldn't I wouldn't have thought that it would have been broken at the store. It had to have broke during transport. Because you would have seen it in your cart. You'd think so, right? But I I would think so. But like that yogurt was like stuck. I don't know, man. Like <laughs> That yogurt wasn't coming off the bottom either. I wasn't, like, just a gentle shake or whatever. That yogurt didn't, like, fall out. So you think it had been there for a while? That's what I'm thinking. Was it just one yogurt? It was just one yogurt. So, so I got, so the exciting thing is, is that I got mad about 50 cents, you know? Um. That, hold on, hold on. <laughs> That's the point of this story? I forgot where we were even going with yeah, this. It was supposed yeah. to be exciting. The yeah. excitement is that... You, is that not exciting? I've told the story for like four minutes. I'm not excited, but I <laughs> forgot where the story was going. <laughs> so what? what is the point? What made you excited? Oh, I just thought it was, you know, an exciting thing to happen to me in the mon- mundaneness of life. Like, that doesn't happen every day. Broken yogurt, absolutely. Broken yogurt, right? On par with uh, winning the lottery, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. Number two was the chicken I already told you about. It was half price because, you know, got, they got to get rid of it. So I guess that's super exciting. What kind of chicken? Uh, it's like a whole, whole, whole baby chicken that was okay. that for some soup. Nice, nice. Yeah. And then, okay, this is the real exciting thing, Frank. This freaked me out. This made me <laughs> This think... is a broken yogurt again. <laughs> this made me think we're living in the Matrix. Okay. All right? It's about okay. an egg. An egg. Yeah. I was okay. making a sandwich, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to fry an egg for my sandwich, because sometimes I like a fried egg on my sandwich. You know, I like the texture. Yep. Um, and I go to crack my egg on the counter and I just, I look at it for a second. I don't know why, you know, just to make sure I get a good crack on it before I try to like split it open into the frying pan. Okay. You've done this, I'm sure hundreds of times. You. I mean, I usually use the edge, so there's no time to inspect my crack. Uh, okay. I just, cause I'm not a good like tap, 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 and then like split. First off, I suck at cracking eggs. People that are good at cracking eggs, that should be you should be paid to be good at cracking eggs because I suck. I, feel I like, don't think I've ever cracked an egg and been like, damn, that was a good crack. I I think I'm inclined to agree. I'm a crack an egg on a flat surface kind of guy. Um, but See, I, I can't think, do that. It doesn't break enough, and then I end up like pushing in with my thumbs and exploding the egg. Yeah. Right. Or I use like the edge of like the thing, and I like just like split it in half with the edge of the bowl, and then there's you know half of the eggs on the outside when I'm done, you know it's. See that that's my that's my fear with going with the edge of the bowl is splitting it and just making yeah, an even I, bigger mess. Ugh, I hate cracking it. That is the one thing. Do you remember there was a a Disney show where the kid? Oh man, what was it? He wanted he had to choose between baseball and cooking. Do you remember this? Uh, it was called something cook-off or something or other. And 
he's really good at cooking eggs and he goes on this competition for cooking eggs, you know, and he makes this special thing in the middle of the night with a blender and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And at one point he's like meeting this famous chef and he cracks an egg with one hand and just like, you know, he like spreads the, yeah. he does it all with one hand. Phenomenal. I, yeah. I would pay to see people do that. But then he goes, oh man, will you teach me? And the chef goes, yeah, come here. And he has to go to a baseball game and he's like, oh, I can't. I'm sorry. And he has to go to the baseball game, but he doesn't tell anybody that he's cooking. Uh, it's called like Freddy's cook off or something like that. But anyway, yeah. Cracking eggs is just, it's, it's magic to me because I can't do it. Right. And like, Shells are stronger than they used to be. Hundred <laughs> percent. I don't know if that's true. I, I don't. I don't know. I, you think they chicken, genetically modify the uh, the shell? I think people caught on to chickens being treated poorly, and now that chickens are treating being treated marginally better, that the shells are stronger mm-hmm. as a result. Okay, so you think like a free range chicken has a stronger egg than like a caged chicken? Yeah, I think so. Interesting. Okay. Um, but. The exciting part, the glitch in the matrix. I crack my egg. I see it. It's got, it goes a little flat, you know, right? Sure. And then it pops back to normal egg shape. <laughs> so I crack it. Yeah. It goes yeah. flat. And I'm like, all right, time to, you know, pull it apart. But before I do that, it goes back to normal egg shape. And then I can't see the crack anymore. I had to crack one egg twice, Frank. Interesting. I, I don't know what happened. So you hit it on the table. Cracked it. It yeah. went flat where you hit it on the table. Yep. And then you lifted it up and then it like popped back out. Yeah. Well, you didn't hit it hard enough. I feel like well, like that happened with like a water bottle, you know, where it's got a little thing and then. Basically, <laughs> but but there was a crack in the egg and then when it popped back out, I could I for the life of me could not see the crack line. <laughs> I don't know how you crack eggs on a flat surface, man. You're basically just asking to smash the egg. I once heard somewhere you're less likely to get your shell in your egg if you crack it on a flat surface. There was one time I went like a whole year only cracking an egg with the edge of a spatula because I heard that was the best way to do it. So I'd hold the egg in one hand and hit it with the spatula. It never worked well for me. No, did it just become a mess in your hand? Yeah, I'm I'm telling you, egg cracking, it's an art. Oh, 100% an art form. I wonder if there's, like, a YouTube video of just, like, badass egg crack. <laughs> just one-handed egg cracks? Just, oh, man, that's like porn. Yeah. <laughs> just Carissa, Carissa walks in. What are you watching? Nothing. <laughs> it's just a baking video, I just swear. Baking, I swear. Gordon Ramsay's <laughs> making a cake. <laughs> Never seen him crack an egg. You know what? He, he's weird about eggs. Is he? Yeah, I've seen him scramble eggs before. I'm like, you're making it way too complicated, sir. See, okay, here's the thing. I will say, scrambled eggs can be super easy. You, you scramble them up, you throw them in the pot. Yeah. There's a good way to make scrambled eggs, or like just regular eggs too. And the key is, I follow this one guy that always talks about He's like obsessed with eggs. Okay. And he says the key to cooking the best egg is to cook it as slow as possible. So like scrambled eggs, you can whip them up in like five minutes. It should take at least 15 Fifteen's too long. I'm not. You cook your eggs as slow as possible, and that's how they taste better. Now I haven't tried this because I'm too impatient. Does that work for frying an egg fifteen minutes? I don't know. It seems that I've always. Well, I don't know. What is a fried egg? That's just unscrambled, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. It's just the slower, maybe not fifteen, but the slower the better. Yeah, 
low heat, slow heat, right? Like, yeah. Sure. Because yeah. you don't want to burn your eggs. Well, I don't think it's about burning it. I think it's just about how fast it cooks. Because just because you cook it fast doesn't mean it's going to burn. Is it a texture thing? I'm just trying to understand. I, I don't know. I I. Okay, I wait. Don't know why? That's just what he says. <laughs> and who is this person, and why is he obsessed with eggs? He's just uh, somebody that likes eggs on his food, so he's. He likes eggs on his food. That's why he's obsessed with them. Yeah. Okay. Feels like every on Instagram, all he does is post like him cutting into an egg yolk, in on like top yeah. of a salad or on top of some other piece of food. It's like every food he eats, there's an egg on top. See, I only like a runny egg on like rice. Otherwise, I oh, want I don't, I don't like runny eggs at all. So, but I'm just saying, that's what he says, man. Okay. I'm sure he can crack an egg with one one hand. Yeah. So that's the mund- mundaneness. Is that the right word? Mundaneness? Mundanity? Mun- mundanity? Mundanity of my life. <laughs> that's not a word. Um, uh, so yeah. There's the mundane. I, I don't know. I also, Frank. Yes. I achieved something in a video okay. game. Okay. In a video game? Yes. Okay. I, I've talked about Stardew Valley before on my Best Games of All Time podcast. Yes. Now, if you recall, it is a game where you inherit your grandpa's farm, mm-hmm. and, and you can do whatever you want. It's supposed to be a very not stressful game. Mm-hmm. You just plant your crops. You, you know, get married to the wizard's daughter. You help Pam overcome her alcoholism. Very not stressful types of things, right? Okay. And inside this game... You can go to the bar, and at the bar there's an arcade, and you can play this game called Journey of the Prairie King. Okay. And for a game that is very... So this is a game within a game? Yeah, it's a game within a game, like a mini okay. game, right? Oh, okay, gotcha. And within this very this game that is supposed to be very not stressful and very chill and not supposed to require a lot of mental energy is one of the hardest mini games I've ever played in my life, Frank. <laughs> Okay. And this is not just me. The whole internet accepts that this is an impossible game to play. It is okay. absolutely difficult, right? Yes. Because who the heck puts such a difficult game in such an easy game? That's not right, right? <laughs> okay, yeah. But there's an Xbox achievement to beat this game without dying, which that, like, just beating the game is a huge accomplishment. So to beat it without dying is an even more terrible ask. Yes. And I did it. <laughs> all right and this I, is the, how how many times have you attempted this i spent probably like six hours trying to do this at least really yeah i'm part of the 0.3 percent frank wow no shit yeah so how do you know that because xbox keeps little stats next achievements like this percent of people who have played the game have this achievement that's awesome so i'm part of the 0.3 percent so that was probably the most exciting thing to happen to me <laughs> That's cool. I mean, being part of anything that's 0.3%. Yeah, right? Part of the 0.3%. <laughs> In my eyes, cool. There, there are hundreds of us. <laughs> so, does it say, like, how many attempts there have been? No. So, really, there could just be three of you. Yeah, you know, if, like, a thousand people play the game, there could only be three of us who did it. Yeah. Yeah. But that's a pretty popular game, so. Yeah, know. true. But how many people, yeah. you know, ah, whatever. Yeah. That's cool, though. But that has motivated me to now complete all the achievements. Because I knew going in, like, that's the hardest achievement in the game. So anything after that, easy peasy. Grow t- 
200 bananas. I could do that no, no problem. Mm-hmm. Right? But it's Journey of the Prairie King where you're a little cowboy shooting little goblins. Wow. Just, it's so frustrating, Frank, and I'm so bad at those types of games. Yeah. But I did it, and I was riding high all week long. <laughs> <laughs> I rode That's that pretty high cool, though. So how many minigames are there? There's that, and there's, like, another one, but the other one doesn't really matter for anything. The other one is just, like, a little minecart. It's also kind of difficult, but it's, like, you just got to time all your jumps correctly, and the jumps are, like, random when you have to jump, mm-hmm. like, randomly created, so you do- so you can't, like, memorize, memorize it. Yeah. Gotcha. But yeah. Cool beans, man. I did it. <laughs> Take that, uh, Gus, and your stupid arcade game, because that's the owner of the bar. Oh, okay. Drop saloon. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go do other stuff in Stardew Valley. I'm going to go get married. I'm going to go have kids. I'm going to have my can kids. Can you do all that? You can ha- You can get married. You can have kids. You can decide you don't like your kids and have your kids ferried away to an unknown <laughs> land. And you Are don't you have serious? to deal with your kids. Wow. You can date. It's like crazy. Yeah. You can date like all the townspeople and if you date too many of them you can walk into a room and they'll be like hey what the heck you were dating all of us you get that's kind of funny is yeah. it's like it's kind of like sims I, like because you could do all that in sims can't you yeah it's a little more cartoony and like right wholesome I, but no yeah it was plenty of fun <laughs> yeah. good for you yeah i haven't done any anything of note this week i'm trying to think not really nothing of note this week no i mean i mean not no not really just been busy a lot all the snow is keeping me busy the snow is keeping you busy yeah yeah i know we talked about it before the podcast but you're wearing your carhartt hat yes sir yeah keeping you warm dude i'm freezing i think i i got so i got my second hmm, i don't know if i should say yeah fuck it so I got my second COVID vaccine today. Got Ooh, my second shot. Hey. Right, I'm sorry, I got it yesterday. So last night I had a pretty decent... So the first one, nothing, just a little bit sore on the arm. Mm-hmm. The second one, first off, this nurse that I had, bruh, pushed this... Basically punched the needle into my arm, into my freaking bone. Like, I feel like... I, I mean, this... He, he was not a very good nurse. Oh, no? No, he punched it right into my arm, I swear. And so right off the bat, I was like, oh, here we go. My arm's going to be double sore. Sure. But um, so last night, I had a bit of a headache. Pretty, It was pretty decent. Um, But I took some Advil and yeah. um, laid down and it went away. And I woke up this morning. I had a, a fever and the chills. Um, So that's just been on and off all day. A little fever, a little chills. But otherwise, not bad. Yeah, that's. that's I mean, it wasn't like there's a lot of people that say like they get like body aches and super sore. I didn't really get that. It was really just fever for sure and the chills. Okay, fever, chills. How's the arm? Is the arm okay? Arm's fine. Arm, arm was sore. Uh, it's good now. Okay. Good. I mean, besides the fact that it fucking got punched. (laughs) Now, when you get a shot, do you ever get complimented on your veins? Um, no. Um, but they don't really do that for shots. They do that more for like taking blood and stuff. Sure, but and I've only ever had blood taken twice. Um, and I don't think they've commented on my veins. 
Okay. Because for the shot, they don't care where they put it. It goes into your muscle, not into the vein. Uh, yeah. So they don't, I mean, they just look at your shoulder. They're not looking at your veins. And I've only ever had blood taken twice, and neither time they've said anything about my veins. Um, But I also could not remember, because I'm not a big fan of needles. Not so much the needle. It's the fact that, like, watching my blood squirt out. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, when I get, yeah, when I get blood taken, I can't watch. So I have to, like, look away. You see, I I look away, too. Yeah. But, so you look away because you can't handle the sight of the squirting? And it's not that I can't handle it. It's just that I don't – like, I don't think I would pass out. I wouldn't pass out or faint or anything like that. Yeah. I just don't like – like, have you ever seen it? You see, I look away, but – Yeah. That's so they the put the little tube on there, and it just, like, squirts into the tube and fills up. Oh, I look at the tube. I'm fine with the tube. My concern Watching is, it fill with your blood? Yeah. No, nope. I I have the same concern with needles as I do when I get a haircut. I'm afraid <laughs> I'm gonna flinch and screw Ah, okay. So like, if I see them go in to stick it in, I'm afraid I'm gonna do something and the needle's gonna like break off in my arm or whatever. Mm, okay, yeah. But, like I just look forward because I'm fine with the prick, or like I'm fine looking at the blood fill up. I'm fine with that. It's I don't want to move my head, move my arm, you know, get no, yeah. to the For- ear. For me, I can. I mean, I'm not worried about that. I suppose. I mean, that has gone through my head, yeah. But um, I would say it's more, definitely more, as a, I don't like seeing my blood squirt out, but not in like a you know, fainting lightheadedness way. Just a that's not right kind of way. <laughs> just the if your blood's outside of you, that means something's wrong kind of way. Yes, and I've only like I said, I've only ever had my blood taken twice, and both the first time i kind of watched because i was like interested and then the second time i was like yeah i'm not gonna watch that (laughs) but the the second time i had the nicest nurse in the world i mean dude if you get a nice nurse nothing at the doctor is bad a good nurse makes all the difference a hundred percent a million percent yeah like even not even just for like shots but like um just I mean, even for, like, Amelia's, you know, doctor's appointments, or, you know, the nurse really makes it, I mean, they make a difference. Yeah. They set the mood, right? Yes. Yeah. Like, you know, and I understand happy, everybody has their days. Here's my thing, though. You know, they say, like, oh, don't tip a waitress bad because they could be having a day, everyone's human kind of deal. Sure. Here's my thing. If you're having a day, don't go to work. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because if you have to work with public and talk with people, different people, all the time, all day, either get your shit together and hide it better or don't go to work. That's easier to say when you're not. No, 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 no. because I have days, too, and I got to deal with the public. Yeah. Or other guys at work. Okay. Yeah, and I just hide it. Hiding it can be hard, though. I understand that, but get better at it. Because 100%, dude, to me, I understand people have days, and you shouldn't tip based on – but the whole tip should be based on your service. That's how I feel. I understand people are like, oh, you should tip no matter what. And I do, but if you're nicer, you're getting a better tip. Have you ever had a rude waiter, though? I've had a waiter who's happy – you have had a rude waiter. Yes, yes. And it or wasn't like I, maybe not rude. Yeah, rude. I would say I've had a rude waiter once, and I had a waiter that basically never came to the table ever again. Okay. Brought us our food and never, like, I was sitting there with an empty drink for an hour. Never got a refill, nothing. 
Because I'm not one, you should not have to call your waitress over. In my opinion. I tend to disagree. Really? I, I, I like the idea of, like, you want to get the check, and then, like, I want them to be attentive. But I also appreciate, like, if I'm in the middle of a conversation, I don't want them to just be like, hey, is everything okay? Let me pour your drinks. And then, like, I just look down. And I'm like, yeah, everything's great. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> okay, so that's you being, like, socially awkward. Yeah, it's me being self-conscious. <laughs> no, to me, I don't care. if I'll, Like, they're going to ask one question. Hey, are you ready for the check? Yes, please. Because in my opinion, unless you are going to suddenly order more food, there's no reason not to get the check. Because just because you got the check doesn't mean you have to leave. Right. So to me, it's like, as soon as we get our food, bring me the check. And I've said that before. As soon as we like place the food, I'll be like, and we'll take our check right now. That way you don't have to worry about it. Just pay your food, eat, and leave when you need to leave. Yeah, that's very thoughtful of you, I suppose. I mean, except for the whole, you know, hopefully they're not a bad wait- waitress or waiter or whatever. But I, I would find my, I would say that I'm a pretty decent tipper. Yeah. For somebody that you know, you know, can yeah. afford it sometimes. Like I'm not giving out no hundred dollar tips. I mean, I would if it was like a twenty, whatever that is. If that's twenty percent, but yeah. it's rare that I go under twenty. Okay. Yeah. I don't think I've had like. I don't think I've had a reason to give a, a waiter a bad tip. I've I've had waiters who have had bad days where like it, they're dealing with shitty customers somewhere else, or like they're just overwhelmed by how much work they have to do because someone didn't show up. And I'm like, all right, you're having a tough time. I can understand. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not gonna dock you because you're trying still. To be right. A- yeah, I'm talking about like a waitress that's like rude or never shows up at the table. Yeah, you see, I don't think I've had one of those. No? Not that I can remember. We had one. We were eating somewhere, and this this waiter came up to the table, and you could tell he had just been outside for a smoke break. Uh, And I was just like, dude, come on. You can't walk around this restaurant. Like, like he was – because he took our order, came back with our food. I swear the guy had smoked a pack of cigarettes in that time. Like, it was that strong and heavy. (laughs) He had to have been exhaling into his shirt. He only gets one smoke break a shift, so he does, you know, his four to yeah. five cigarettes all at once. Dude, it was ridiculous. I was like, how can you do that? But whatever. That is what it is. Smoker's gonna smoke. Smoker gotta smoke. It's amazing that people still smoke nowadays, but that's a whole different thing. I I think there, I feel like there's been an up, sh- a, a, a resurgence in movies and TV depicting it as cool again. I don't think so. I feel like I've noticed it more than, say, like, five years ago. I can't say that I have noticed it. Um, I would say definitely all the vaping stuff has made it worse. We went from having, like, a whole generation that was, like, not smoking yeah. to dying faster than people that did smoke. Yeah. The it's popcorn lung. Ridiculous, and... yeah. But do you count that as part of smoking? Vaping? Um, yeah, kind of. I mean, it depends if it has the tobacco in it and stuff. But even still, it's not good. I mean, nothing's good to go in your lungs. Yeah, because like, but do vapors it's also very smoking, or is it more smokers transitioning to vaping, or is it like? Separate? Well, I mean, it, it different. Oh. If you know, if you're using it to get off, and then you eventually do, or if you started with it, I think the problem was was that young kids were starting with it. Right, because it, it was leading like the Yeah. 
But and you're talking that's kind of hypocritical because I'm chugging down Pepsi's and eating red meat 24/7, and we know that's bad for you. Not as bad as smoking though. No, well, I, w- maybe, I wouldn't think. Maybe the Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it. You know, I mean, yeah, everything's gonna kill you nowadays. Yeah. I mean, even cancer causes cancer. Ain't that crazy? <laughs> I don't know if that's true, but. Well, if you don't get it all, it's coming back. So you got to get it all the first time. Cancer sucks. I don't. I mean, yeah, whatever. I think that's. I think that's a fair statement, Frank. I think ninety nine percent of the world, ninety nine point nine percent of people would agree with you. Cancer sucks. Yeah, out of that one percent, or point one percent is like somebody that like cancer accidentally saved their life. Yeah, you know, there's like a Keith out there who's like, well, no, hold on, hold up Keith. now. <laughs> oh no, I was thinking like somebody who like um cancer like pressed on their gallbladder the right way and ended up saving their life or something oh uh, because if they didn't have the cancer they wouldn't have found the gallbladder thing something i don't know i feel like that happens a lot though like something leads to something else oh for sure Are you kidding that's me? why i'm always like man i should go i like and they say it's completely pointless if you don't have any symptoms but like it wouldn't be a bad idea to just go give everybody a full body scan once a year yeah <laughs> or I, every other year i feel like once i hit like 30 35 i'm gonna start being like hey can i get a colonoscopy i know it's early no they they do start going lower now it was 60 then it was 50 and now it's 40 yeah and like considering like family history and stuff like Mm -hmm. i want to like beat that curve even yeah yeah they say now it's 40 and you can ask for it earlier depending on family history so yeah absolutely like why not right (laughs) Nip these things in the bud. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Chicken and cancer. Chicken and cancer. Yeah, price it, chicken. Oh, I was so excited to prank about this chicken. I was going to get a normal chicken, you know. They didn't have any normal chickens because they got all the fish out for Lent, right? Oh, uh, okay. So a- everywhere where they normally have chicken, there's just a different kind of fish. Mm-hmm. And I, I already have fish. I don't want more fish. I want chicken for my chicken soup because it's like my favorite meal okay i can't find any chicken so i'm walking down the aisle and then there's like the manager's like this stuff's gonna expire soon so it's 50 percent off and there's an organic like free range chicken for Mm -hmm. half price which makes it cheaper than the chicken i would have got anyways Mm, okay so i scored a better chicken for a cheaper price (laughs) did you eat it yet uh tomorrow okay i was gonna say did you taste the difference so that's my thing. It's like, hey, I have all this organic stuff, and I get it's like, quote unquote, healthier, but does it taste better? You see, I think it does because more often than not, the animals are happier, and happy animals taste better. I, I don't know. I. That's why they keep those wagyu steaks. You know, they keep those cows. You know, drunk and happy and massaged and all that. You know. I would love for that to be true, but I just don't know. You really think, I mean, I get, you really think like a stressed out cow tastes worse than like a cow that was just chilling in the field and still got killed? 100%. I mean, I would love to do some kind of taste test. Ooh. So (laughs) the problem is we're going to have to find a meat manufacturer who admits that their cows are more stressed out. No one's going to. I would say a bunch do. No, I would say any like regular um, meat farm. What do they call them? What's a, no, 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 no. What's a meat farm called? Where they keep all the cows? There's a word for it. 
Yeah, a ranch. No, 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 no. That's where like the free ranger live. What's it like? What's a, a farm called that has all the cows? A but not a butcher. Um, a meat chop process- house. Some of the house, isn't it? Chop house. Like, like a meat processing plant. Nah, they're called where all the cows are, and they live in the things. There's a word for this. This is bugging me. The extent of my knowledge is farms are are like plants and ranches are animals. So. No, this is like a um, slaughterhouse. Maybe slaughterhouse is what I'm thinking. It ends in house. Yeah, but I thought there was something where they hold all the cows. You know, they keep them in the little cages and lined up and whatever. Okay. But yeah, they have like they've done like studies that like the cows know they're really gonna like march down this thing to get freaking deheaded or whatever. Sure. Ain't that terrifying? Oh, 100 percent. I can't believe that. I mean, it it's almost enough to make me want to become like vegetarian. <laughs> almost. Like every now and then I'll think about it. I was like, man, I just hate the way we treat animals. I just hate it. But I just love me some meat. <laughs> so it's a hard thing. It's to... tough. Because even, like, if you think about it, if you really want to do it right, like, you shouldn't drink milk or eat eggs. You got to go completely vegan on it. It's just I think there's a fair balance when you can find animals that have been treated well. That's just hard part, right? Yeah. Like, I feel like if you go to a vegan who is a vegan for the sake of an animal's well-being, they would be – they would probably be reasonable enough to say – if the animal is treated well, go for it. Well, some of them at least. Yeah, I don't know if they would say <laughs> go for it, but they might think it's better off, yeah. Right. Cause I like, know, I, every now and then I'm like, man, I, I should. Because I do really think hard about it, but God, it's just so hard. Like Even now I'm trying to eat like less red meat. Yeah. Just because I know it's bad for you, so I'm trying to eat less. Yeah, that's more- just hard. It's just everything has red meat in it. Because I'm somebody that, like, if I'm sitting down for a meal, I need meat. You know, it's rare to, I mean, what what can you eat that doesn't have meat? Nothing. Beans. Be- <laughs> just a can of beans. I feel like beans are a good meat replacement. Yeah, but, like, what, okay, you can't have a... a I mean, what can you I mean, replace besides making like a bean burger? Like sure. if I want tacos, what I'm going to use meat or uh, beans? Yeah, I feel like if it's a ground meat, you can replace it with beans. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> ground beef, beans. like tacos. You you know because you put beans on a taco. I was so I'm just, just supposed to eat double bean tacos? I was just thinking today before I went to the store, maybe I'll buy some beans to make bean burritos. Yeah, I can't do a bean burrito. I, like I said, I need meat. I need meat. I I love meat, Frank. It tastes so good. We were we've evolved to eat meat because yeah. it tastes good. Yeah, and I want like I'm trying to eat more chicken, but there's so it's so hard to make different. I mean, you can only cook chicken so many ways, man. Chicken is chicken. Not to mention chicken. My problem with chicken is they make the chickens too big now, and that makes the meat worse. Yeah, they're overfed. They're overfed. The, yeah, they the, grow like they're one, you know, they grow for a year and they're 50 pounds. Yeah, they're they're too woody, I believe. Is the term. Yeah. You, you don't want a woody chicken, but they're all woody now. Yeah. Well, you yeah. get a free-range chicken. But see, then you got to pay more. Yeah, you see, you got to get that money. That's why it's so hard to eat healthy is because it, ta- it costs more. Yep. 
Like a salad at McDonald's costs more than like four burgers. That's true, but I do the math because uh, McDonald's has the Happy Meals with the Pokemon cards for yes. Pokemon's 25th anniversary, right? Mm-hmm. One Happy Meal in Chicago is like four bucks. Mm-hmm. All right? So if you're eating three Happy Meals a day for your meals, that's 12 bucks. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. For one day, you're spending $12 on food. That's already expensive. I wouldn't think so. $12 for a day of food? Yeah, but you got to remember, that's just Happy Meals. That's a tiny burger, the tiny fries, and tiny juice. Yeah, true. That's all, you, that's all you're getting. Yeah. Your, you mm-hmm. know? So, like, extrapolate that to a week, 12 times 7 is what? That's 70-something dollars a week? 84? Eight, $84 a week? Mm-hmm. For one person... Eating one happy meal per meal. That's not a lot of food. No, it isn't. But it, what, I'm confused what your point was. Like, the, for 84 bucks... Are can, you saying it caught, there's less there? Yeah. To eat? But like, I mean, it's I guess. A, like, it's depicted as cheap, but it's also... Like, it's it's kind of cheap, but it's not good for you. Right. Yeah. True. Exactly. And if, if I want to get more food, I can get way more food for eighty-four bucks at the grocery store. I can make myself, but it's yeah. not. But I can't guarantee that's going to be a well-raised right. chicken. Either. Right. Mm-hmm. It's it's it's, it's it's tough. I tell you what, I wish I was a better man, but I'm not. <laughs> I I'm just concerned because there was a breaking news how like. Jewel, like Kroger, a bunch of different grocery stores, their meat was being sourced from Brazil, from and like the Amazon rainforest is being cleared to make more room for growing cattle, right? Oh, okay. So like it was directly connected to like the destruction of the rainforest. Yeah, that sucks too. And it's like we're clearing too much land just to raise farms. And it's like, damn, where where can I get meat that isn't destructive not only to my health but to the health of the earth yeah exactly because yeah and then you think all the cows farting are killing our uh ozone layer so yeah i'm ready for the cricket revolution i want it yeah we're gonna be eating crickets crickets (laughs) and insects high protein don't take up a lot of space i'm ready for it frank okay You you ready for a bug burger I, I would try it, sure. Yeah. I would try it. I think that's an interesting idea, a bug burger. Well, a lot of people eat bugs because they are so good and they're high in protein and yeah. they're actually good for you. And they're cheap and... That's what they say. I don't know. I do. I don't I mean... <laughs> if you can disguise the taste <laughs> Maybe, of bug, I will eat it 100%. Yeah, see, that's the big thing, too. If you could disguise what it is, I'll eat anything. Yeah. You put anything and t- tell me it's a cow, I'll eat it. Alright, let's wrap this up, Andrew The show's over now But don't lose your tempers Here's one more thought It's the final embers Yeah, you got anything for us today, Frank? I do, so I got something fun I was on the gram And this came up Of Common phrases That we use 
and what their like meaning behind them is. Okay, oh, so for okay. instance, do you know why you tell somebody to break a leg? Because to wish them good luck was bad luck no. during a stage play. No, it's so that you hope they end up in a cast. Hey, that's a good pun. It's true. Yeah. It's not a pun. That's why. But it's also a pun. <laughs> it is also a pun. Because you want right. them to get the role, right? Yeah, I like yeah. that. So, another one. Okay. Do you know the phrase, hold your horses? No. Well, I do know the phrase, but <laughs> I, I'm trying. The phrase, hold your horses, literally means to be stable. Because you hold horses in a stable. I feel like this is like double meaning people happened upon. No, no, no. It's true. I looked it up. I double checked them. That's like the original meaning? Yeah. Okay. Okay. What else? Because it was like, you know, when like people were all riding horses, obviously, yeah. and somebody would get like crazy. They'd say, hold your horses, like yeah. put it, like put them away, put them in the stable. Okay. Sure. So, all right. So uh, an icebreaker. You know what that is? Why that's called an icebreaker? Yeah, because uh, that's how much a polar bear weighs. <laughs> no. So they used to, back when everybody used ships, you know, there were no roads and they used ships or whatever to get everything from everywhere. Yeah. The, country, the ships would get stuck in ice in the winter right. and the receiving country would send out a ship to break the ice to clear the way for them. And the gesture showed that they were like... Welcome. Good. Yeah, welcoming. Oh. Well, like, that's the first impression, is the icebreaker. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's great. I like that one. <laughs> I approve. All right, let's see what other ones I got here. What are, what's another good one? You, do you know the whole nine yards, why they say that one? No. This one's a World War II one where uh, fighter pilots had uh, nine yards worth of ammunition Oh, uh, so you give him so the whole nine yards? Give the whole nine yards. I see. Okay, that makes sense. I like that, yeah. Those are the only good ones. You know why they tell you, like, don't sugarcoat something, or, like, they're sugarcoating the truth for you, right? You, you yeah. hear about this one? Do you know where that comes from? No. So what they do is, if, a like, a medical pill tastes gross, they'll coat it in, like, sugar to make it taste better so it'll go down easier. Hmm. So they literally sugarcoat the pill. Interesting. Yeah. It's not as, like, you know, honey <laughs> and originality right. as, you know, your icebreakers and your staples. and. You know, so I was reading these, and I was reading the one about the um, little piggies, you know, the this little piggy went to the market. Yeah, this little piggy... Yeah, you know that yeah. literally means like the pig went to the market, like it was slaughtered and went to the market. <laughs> That's the story. Okay. So what's the nursery rhyme? This so little piggy, this went, little to piggy went to the market. Yeah. Meaning he was to get fat killed. enough, got slaughtered, and went to the market. Yeah. The second one is this little piggy stayed home, meaning he's not fat enough, he's got to stay home and eat yeah. some more. This little piggy had roast beef. They're fattening him up. Okay. This little piggy had none. He's good. He's ready to get slaughtered. And okay. this little piggy went wee 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 all the way home. I Meaning he was screaming as they dragged him to the slaughterhouse. <laughs> Terrible. That's, that's dark. I know. I was reading it to Amelia, and I'm like, what the fuck? Because I was, I was researching these. I was like, damn. It's not he went wee 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 because he was peeing his way home? 
No, no, no. He was literally crying. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! What a dark turn this took. Well, you know, all those little um nursery rhymes have dark. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. You know. I just thought that was funny. What I learned most from those nursery rhymes is you don't trust a house made of candy. <laughs> In the middle of the woods. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. And remember, there's always room for one more at the Backyard Bonfire.